This is a shame, for by losing ourselves in the troubles, travails, and triumphs of fictional characters, we inflame our imaginations and inform and validate our hearts in a way that will let us live and appreciate our own lives more fully and richly. It is also wonderful to let ourselves go subjectively and give our objectivity a rest. Tom McLean is an outlaw. He is also a hero, for a thread of responsibility as old as time itself runs through the fabric that is Tom McLean, first for Tyrone Sando and then for Joanna Walker, and it lifts Tom McLean to grand places. Woven in the fabric as well is an almost invisible thread of conscience that proves to be his strongest weapon and the only thing that brings him peace. All characters, even the lesser of importance, are beautifully and individually drawn. Kirby, I am sure, with pen and hand, could take off with any one of them and have a great book. Legend of the Tumbleweed made me laugh. It gave me chills not once but many times. And ah, dear, it made me bawl like a baby. I don't know what else you could ask from a book. James Drury, Cypress, Texas, 1999. Chapter 1. Wanted Man. The Outlaws. Tom McLean. I had killed another man. Where his bloody hands had smeared it, my sleeve was hardly dry. Reckon I'd been better off dead myself, and I almost wished I was. As the first bright stars of evening began to wink in the twilight sky, I rode the tangled bank of Clear Creek, letting my horse pick his way. Times like this I was mighty thankful for Sheriff. That's what I called the Gray. The name started out as a joke, but there was no joke to the way Sheriff watched out for me. He was cagey enough to keep me out of trouble when my mind wasn't on the trail. He knew where I wanted to go even when I didn't. Right now my own mind was far away. It seemed like days ago, but the cigar-tainted air inside the bank and the black powder smell of my Remington still stung my nostrils, and the odors of the old man, the stink of early morning breath before a meal and of night sweat, and in his face the look of hate, then desperation, and finally resignation. It was all there as he looked into my eyes and slid slowly to the floor, at last relinquishing his grip on my wrist. I ran my eyes shut and shook my head. It did me no good to relive the memory. The old man was dead. I'd seen his pupils get big and sort of dull. His life was gone. I had taken it. Now I had to make time or I'd pay for his death with mine. Justice is a dandy idea, long as it's only dished out to other folks. A breath of wood smoke reached me over the smells of sage and cottonwood. It drew my thoughts to a fire, a meal, and fresh water. The trace of a trail slipped over the dusty edge of the bench, and Sheriff took it. He'd smelled the wood smoke, too, and certainly a long time before I had. He'd been smelling the waters of Clear Creek as well, and the two cents must have meant camp to him. At the bottom of the trail we leveled out into a dry creek bed, paved with water-rounded stones and littered with fallen limbs from the trees along its banks. Clear Creek had once run here, and maybe it still did, in kinder years. But some act of nature had changed the creek's course, or the water was low enough with the drought that it couldn't wander here. There was a cluster of tumbleweeds all heaped in one cove along the bank. I sort of gave them a nod as we passed. 
But Tumbleweed and me, we were both drifters, both outsiders. I'd started to think of us as kin. They say the Tumbleweed came in with grain seed Russian farmers brought all the way across the ocean. Me, I only came from as far as Ozark, Missouri, but we were outsiders all the same. Sheriff picked his way, then paused in the middle of the wash. He perked his ears, listening into the darkness beyond the rattling of the creek. Among the shadows above the creek bed, I picked out an old cottonwood, half dead yet impressive in its massiveness. Its trunk prodded into the bank, and crooked arms bent upward and knitted themselves into the twilight, their dry leaves rustling like sheaves of paper. Its roots writhed over the lip of the creek bank, holding great stones prisoner behind a living cage. I rode closer and pulled Sheriff in with a tug on the reins. Peering at the furrowed trunk, I found the sign I already knew was there. A depression was happening.